Welcome everyone to this episode of Renew the Republic. Um, I hope you are all doing well. Today I want to talk about um, our president and what he said at the Climate Change Summit in Paris, France today, um, hosted by the United Nations. It really made me question um, whether or not this man is serious about being president. Um, he was there to talk about climate change and meet with other world leaders regarding climate change. But then in his in his speech today, he kind of spun off and started going off on tangents about different issues. Um, he started with you know climate change and ISIS and how climate change is a cause of terrorism. Um, last week, he said that it would be a huge rebuke to the terrorists when they see all of these leaders meeting to discuss climate change. Yes, Mr. President, I'm sure that the terrorists are just are just terrified of of a bunch of politicians meeting to discuss an issue when they fly in on their private private jets to discuss climate change. I'm sure the terrorists are just terrified. So let's move on to more serious issues. Which is more serious, ISIS or climate change? People are dying right now. People are dying today. People will die tomorrow. People have been dying all year for the last two years because of ISIS. They just killed 150 people in Paris. They downed a Russian jetliner. They're beheading people. They're taking over huge swaths of land. They have control of oil. They have control of wealth. They have control of of social media. And they use social media to recruit people, not just in the Middle East, but also in America. Um, so which, Mr. President, is the more serious issue? The one that is causing people to die right now? Or the one that may or may not even be an issue, but that hundreds of years, thousands of years down the line may cause you know some kind of issue? Um, and ISIS isn't just the only one. There's Boko Haram. Boko Haram this weekend um, attacked a village in Nigeria, killed 16 people. They attacked another village in Niger and killed, I believe, another 11 people. But you didn't hear about that on the news, did you? Because it doesn't fit in with the narrative that the mainstream media, that the president, that the government, and that the Democrat Party are pushing, which is that climate change is our most pressing issue and our biggest national security threat. Um, So they're not going to report that. Um, but I think it's funny that he gets, he gets so upset. He gets so animated. He gets so emotional when he talks about Republicans and what Republicans are doing or not doing and the rhetoric that they use and their policy positions than he does when he talks about terrorism and he gets more upset at Republicans than he does at ISIS. Um, and that should really provide a frame of reverence for how he feels about, um, the threat and how he feels about the country where his priorities are. Um, His priorities are obviously not with defeating ISIS. He's obviously more concerned about defeating the Republican Party in the next election than he is about defeating our number one enemy. Um, I'm sure he's on the side of Hillary Clinton, who said in a debate that the Republican Party is her her biggest enemy. Um, So when you want to talk about rhetoric, you know, he blames rhetoric and the left left media and, and liberals have blamed conservative rhetoric for what happened at Planned Parenthood. As I said in my last cast, we can't blame um, an entire group of people for the actions of an individual. But let's just take take that standard for a second. Let's apply it to another issue, which was the execution of two New York City police officers last year. The rhetoric coming out of the administration, the rhetoric coming out of the left wing of this party, the rhetoric from the people like Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson incited that violence, I would suggest, incited that um, person 
to go kill those two police officers. So why is it that when that happens, it's not the rhetoric that causes it? Why is it only when it's right-wing rhetoric that causes these kinds of attacks? Um, You know, he said on that subject of mass shootings and on the subject of gun violence, he says that mass shootings just don't happen in other countries. He said that today. The President of the United States said mass shootings don't happen in other countries. This is what, what are we now, December 1st? So this is just a couple weeks after Paris. Earlier this year, we had the attack at Charlie Hebdo, also in Paris. We had the attack at the Canadian Parliament building. These things do happen in other countries. It's very sad. It's sad that it happens anywhere. But these things do happen in other countries. And maybe, yes, maybe we have more frequent incidents. Um, We also have a larger population. We are one of the largest nations on Earth. We are one of the most diverse nations on Earth, if not the most diverse. We have more ethnicities, more races, more religions. We accept a wider group of people here than, than do other countries. And with that comes some conflict and it's going to cause some problems. Not to say that it's a justification, but that's just the way it is. But to, 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 to just make a, a flat statement, a general statement that these things don't happen in other countries, it's just patently false. He always seems to want to, to blame America and shame America, really. He uses guilt to force Americans or to, to try and persuade Americans to believe in his idea of fundamental transformation. Um, he did this during his first you know, campaign. Is he, he wasn't kidding when he said that he wanted to fundamentally transform America. He wasn't joking. He really wanted to do that. And he is doing it right now because he believes that we're not the morally superior nation. And he believes that he is the more morally superior person and that we're all inferior to him. You see him, he makes these speeches. He puts his head and his nose up in the air like Benito Mussolini. And he starts preaching to us about our values. Um, It's really a shameful thing for a president to do. You would never see any other president conduct himself this way. The way he conducts himself is so beneath the office that he holds. Um, it's really sickening. He's more he's more concerned about the way we appear to other countries than he is about improving our own country. He He's so gung-ho. He is so committed to bringing tens of thousands of Syrian refugees um, to this country. But when it comes to the VA and when it comes to the way that our veterans are treated, the man is silent. He hasn't done a damn thing to fix our VA system. He hasn't done a damn thing to solve the problem of of veteran homelessness. These are the things that we should be um, concentrating on. If we're gonna if we're gonna help a population, a general population, don't you think we should start with our own veterans? Don't you think we should start with the people who fought for our freedom and who now are struggling to get basic health care, to find a home, to find a job? These are the people I want to reach out to. These are the people that deserve the hand up. Not, not that these, not that the Syrian refugees don't deserve to be, you know, to live in peace and to, to live in a safe place and, and to be able to, you know, have a life for themselves. But they're better off, A, they're better off over there in a, in a, in a friendly country or we should, we should direct those resources to resettle those people in other countries to create safe zones for them. But when it comes to when it comes to domestic domestically, when it comes to what's going on in our country, we really need to concentrate on the people most in need. We, we have a, we have a, a national debt that's approaching twenty trillion dollars, and the more money we spend, the deeper we get into debt, and the harder it's going to be to get out. This debt is not going to be paid off, certainly not in my lifetime, um, and probably not in the next generation's lifetime if it ever does. If you want to talk about national security threats that aren't, you know, violence related, let's talk about our national debt for a second, Mr. President. So just just to summarize, 
it's it's really scary when you see a president go to a foreign country, shame America, tell us that we're morally inferior, that we're not doing all we can, when we're the most generous nation on the face of the earth, and and trying to act smug and trying to act like he's better than all of us. It's not a way a president should act. So I want to wrap that up today. Um, we'll be back later this week. Um, um, but we'll be back in the meantime. You can check out our website. That's www.renewtherepublic.wordpress.com. Thank you. Mm-hmm.